State of Digital Publishing is creating a new publication and community for digital publishing and media professionals in new media and technology. In this episode, we speak with Jayadevan Pique, co-founder and head of product at Factor Daily, on how to raise venture capital without a proposed monetization model. Let's begin. Hi, Jay Devan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, great to connect with you. If you don't mind just starting off, just letting our audience know just more about you and about Factor Daily. Yeah, sure. So uh, we uh, started Factor Daily about two years ago, um, and uh, the idea was to raise the bar of technology journalism in India. Um, and we, 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 we come from different backgrounds. We're mostly uh, from a journalism background, but we have you know, people from tech and people from design in our teams. Uh, the idea was to uh, say, hey, um, uh, technology is affecting everybody's lives in India in a big way, and uh, we need to uh, justice to the way it's covered now. Uh, so nothing has changed in the last five, ten years because you know it's always been the newspapers and it's always been the blogs that cover technology. Uh, so we said, how can we change this? And that's how we got together. So um, me, I was with the Economic Times a uh, couple of times, and I also worked for a startup blog in between. You know, a couple of general newspapers, and uh, uh, my co-founder Pankaj, um, he used to work for TechCrunch and a bunch of other publications, including. Mint, which is India's second largest financial daily, and the Economic Times, which is India's the largest financial daily. So, uh, so two of us, and uh, we had. Uh, that's how we started off. Uh, luckily for us, we managed to raise some money, and we got, uh, you know, uh, we we put a great team together. So yeah, here we are, you know, uh, two years out. Yeah. It's, no, I've, I read like I read that from a series of investors, you were able to raise one million dollars, which is very rare. <laughs> In, in this space, in our space, given that declining ad revenues and everything else. And so how were you able to, how are you able to convince or, you know, present the proposition of, of what you mentioned now to the investors and how were you able to get them to invest in you guys, given that you, like you said, or from what I've read, that you're still working on developing the product? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, what everybody understands is that uh, media is changing and, uh, you know, the the old, uh, you know, type of media is not going to work in with the new audience. And uh, what everybody also realizes is, you know, hey, uh, there's a lot of flux in the market as to how news is, uh, uh, you know, distributed or how news is gathered and how news is consumed. Uh, so our proposition was, hey, uh, we're, we have a lot of journalism background. Can we bring technology into this? And can we see if we can, uh, you know, come out with uh, something interesting, something better than what is out there already uh, as a product. And uh, so that was our proposition. I think the investors, uh, we have uh, typically, uh, you know, do larger uh, investments. But uh, the, in India, if you've noticed, it's a new trend that you know a lot of larger investors have started cutting smaller checks, you know, because they don't want to miss out on, you know, getting in early into companies. Uh, so I think we were one of the you know uh, guys who they thought had the right uh, mix of you know journalism and tech uh, background, and I don't think uh, they they gave it too much thought. You know, so I think that's that's how it happened. So. 
I understand. Um, so if we can just take a step back, are you able to just provide a bit more background about how you guys have set up at the moment, how your team looks like at the moment? Yeah, sure. So uh, we have, uh, you know, five or six writers. Uh, we have we have one editor. Uh, he, you know, he does a copy and, you know, he also helps us, you know, mold the copies better. And we have, uh, you know, a couple of people in design, one person in sales and marketing, and, you know, and then we have... Uh, one person in distribution, which is you know social and other things. Yeah, so that's that's how we are. And uh, so we got here through a series of experiments. Like, so in, uh, there was a time when we said we'll only do video, and because video is the future. And then you know, then we said, hey, no, uh, we need to think back. We need to look at what we are good at. You know, so video is not really in our DNA, so we have to chuck that. And then uh, so so video was one of the experiments. Uh, the other experiment we're doing right now is through podcasting. Uh, we've always been good at uh, very uh, detailed, long-form stories in the business of technology space. So that seems to be working really well for us. So while we continue to do that, um, you know, we want to add layers uh, of, you know, reaching out to the audience, you know. So podcast seems to be working well for us now. Uh, we have a podcast called Outliers, you know, uh, it's into its 50th episode and you know, now we have a sponsor coming in and, you know, those things. Um, so, yeah, so that's how we are set up. Uh, we're a fairly lean team uh, in, in that sense because we figured, you know, uh, we can't play the advertising uh, CPC kind of a game here because, you know, that's probably not the way we think uh, Factor Daily's future will be. We don't believe in the whole ad driven model uh, as of now and that's based on you know what we've learned over the last uh, couple of uh, years so you mentioned sponsorships is something that it's coming into the foreplay what are the other current monetization or business models that you guys are building up yeah or having in place so there are a couple of things that we, we we're planning to do uh, one is you know we want to see if uh, readers will be willing to pay in some way or the other uh, we, we're still working on that. Uh, it's too early for us to talk about, you know, what exactly we're doing because, you know, we're trying to figure out how to deliver, you know, the right amount of value and what could be the pricing for it and how much of content should be put behind a paywall, how much of it should be outside of the paywall and those things. So that's, uh, you know, so the, the, those are, you know, uh, so we're, uh, we're kind of really thinking hard on that front. Uh, we might decide not to do it, but we would have done the research uh, around that piece. So that's one piece. The core uh, monetization area for us right now is uh, through a brand studio uh, kind of model where you know, we have an internal, you know, uh, so our sales and marketing person also works with the design folks and uh, some of our external writers who, who are not full-time staffers. So, uh, and uh, we kind of deliver brand solutions. So we come up with concepts how brands can engage better with their uh, target audience and we pitch it to brands. We have a couple of those programs going uh, as of now. So that covers some of our costs. Uh, we, uh, we think we'll be able to cover most of our costs by next year for this, uh, this kind of a team. So can you go through an outline how you came to the conclusion of, uh, for example, you've created the brand studio product now. What was the process that you went through and, and how did you end up including that that's one of the avenues, avenues that you want to take? Uh, so it's in fact my co-founder who's more in touch with the brands. But uh, from what I hear is that 
brands want to experiment with you know newer brands that offer uh, newer media properties that offer some kind of credibility some kind of you know innovative products so um, and then we went out and we met a lot of brands without actually pitching them a product we came back and we said hey uh, you know what are we good at like and then we said we figured some things like the, uh, we've uh, created a couple of properties uh, so far so for example you know uh, we had this property called future of jobs uh, now in in the whole you know uh, you know when in the world where you know we're talking about technology taking over you know a lot of jobs and you know ai and those kind of things coming into play there is a lot of anxiety over you know what are the jobs of the next generation going to look like or you know how do you make yourself more employable and in countries like india especially so because we have you know a million people coming on to to the workforce every month uh, so we said hey uh, is there a brand which is willing to uh, which wants to come and talk to the audience about you know how this is going to shape up so it's more of an influencer uh, kind of a network where we we got uh, some of the largest uh, recruiters from the country we got some of the largest you know some of the uh, influencers in the space and you know we also got a lot of uh, our readers into the mix where we said hey uh, this is how the conversation is going on around um, future of jobs um, these are the areas that are getting disrupted you know how is it going to affect if you have a banking job how is it going to change if you have a job in an industry how is it going to change we we found a sponsor for that and we we kind of you know we went to the market with the product and we you know we did a lot of meetups around the uh, around the country and we did this whole big event around the you know uh, around theme uh, we had a series of articles also around the theme and all of this is kind of you know clearly demarcated as you know hey this is sponsored or this is brought to you by and those kinds so that we don't violate any you know uh, rules of journalism you know so we practice that very religiously in, in fact daily so so that's how uh, you know that's one product the other product that we're working on currently is you know it's called uh, data warriors uh, and it's a challenge uh, which uh, you know a brand has uh, you know i mean again we designed the concept and we went to a brand which was open to uh, working with us on this the brand wants to kind of you know uh, talk to data scientists and people who you know who uh, who implement uh, large solutions in you know uh, enterprises so uh, we have this challenge going on uh, with with the largest prize money which is sponsored by the brand and you know they also give us a little bit of money to uh, kind of run the program uh, so it's it's actually going uh, quite you know uh, running uh, very successfully we have thousands of people who signed up for the challenge and you know we source uh, problem statements from companies that have that have uh, solutions that need to be hacked around uh, data and we we put that to you know our uh, the participants and that's how it's working and these are we we typically sign slightly longer term contracts so that you know we are able to spend some time and build up these properties into a reasonable size so this is our first year i think we'll do it for another couple of years and then we'll see how it goes from there so just to make sure so you guys so at the moment you're building up individual properties for your clients and so it's not on the factor daily website itself is that correct yeah so it's not on the factor daily website yeah understand and and for you to be able to pitch to these clients what kind of um data or substantiation do you have for them do you just use based on the 
audience that you have or factor daily to validate that to um to help um to getting involved in those type of programs with them or is that something just based on your knowledge itself or what kind of things do you use in or, or, or um explain to the clients about that helps them understand the value of the programs that you want to run for them so i think uh, a lot of our stories are very detailed and rich in information and it uh, deals specifically with areas of technology and the kind of properties you know and it also aligns with the properties that we create because these are essentially you know coming out of our experience in that niche so that uh, opens a lot of doors for us because uh, when we uh, talk to you know when our teams talk to clients and customers they would have already read or you know come across factor daily as a brand or you know factor daily's uh, content in some form or the other so that really helps um, we uh, by virtue of us being a startup we don't have you know tens of millions of views to talk about and we don't sell on that point uh, we don't talk to them about hey you know if you partner with us we will give you so many clicks or so many views i think those days are past uh, we need, we kind of you know have to work with the you know with the brands to uh, you know create these properties that's how it works i think they uh, they would have in most cases we have noticed they would have already read factor daily or you know somebody would have told them about us and so a lot of word of mouth is happening for us right now and for you to be able to build up the properties to achieve results that you want, um, and journalism and the long form content helps with um, plays a big factor. But do your writers have background skills in other digital marketing fields such as SEO, content marketing, or anything else, or are you guys just purely focusing on you know the engagement, influencer, and just writing content to build up the properties? Yeah, so it's it, right now it's mostly. Uh influencers and great content uh, you know good journalism and stuff we uh, don't really uh, you know do any content marketing as of now and we also don't do any seo but uh, we have the skills uh, in house uh, to be able to deliver if in case a program requires that like uh, we have a digital marketer in house who works with our brands uh, for their specific properties um but um we don't kind of sell our services uh, that you know aggressively uh the thing to keep in mind here is that you know we're not a large operation like you know we're a lean team like i said so so it can be like you know uh, the margins can be good and you know we can have great teams uh, and 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 the properties that we design can be of very high quality but uh, we are not really on the scale side of things you know uh, that's a different game and uh, i don't think that's for us uh, for now i think that's a really good point that you made and this leads on to talking about product development processes because um, if you're not focusing on scale then how do you i'm sure then if you're going to continue focusing on quality then you must have a process to be able to consistently deliver on that quality so have you guys been able to create a, a, a repeatable process or a process for your um for those campaigns and and for future products that you want to develop uh so uh, not on the and if so how have you yeah so we uh we routinely ideate about you know what are the products that we can take to market and if they are closer to you know what we're doing as an editorial team that works better for us uh so we have these uh you know conversations with brands uh you know fairly uh, regularly none of our journalists are involved in this uh, you know it's mostly the sales and marketing team uh, the good thing is that you know whoever you put in that position of you know 
doing the sales and marketing needs to have a very deep understanding of the niche that you're operating in. You know, uh, can't be a, a classic uh, sell in that sense. You know, you have to work with the you know the, the marketing CMOs and you know you have to work with the uh, the, the the people who handle the brand uh, in that sense. You know, um, so that uh, I think that's what works for us. Um, and then there's also this whole. Uh, our editors also come up with ideas around hey uh, we have this great podcast which is kind of doing well now and you know is there a way to take it to the market so then the that, uh, the marketing person can come in and t- talk about that to the brands you know? uh, so that's how it's usually worked for us we do uh, let me just think huh? yeah what uh, what we're trying to also do from a product perspective is to align you know uh, like i said you know how to get readers to in some ways or the other contribute to the journalism that we practice and uh, maybe have a small portion of our revenues come from that and which is where really you know uh, the whole product thinking uh, you know comes into play you know um, and and we are a little early in that journey so no, not so much to talk about it but we have you know yeah, so uh, we'll probably have a lot of insights maybe a year down the lane, you know, depending on you know how those things go. What is? I mean, did that make sense to me? What are, What are some of the challenges? Because this it seems like it's a very time intensive process as well. You know, what are some of the challenges and around being able to replicate this process? Like you know, being able to go out to market, being able to always speak with you know the market then getting an idea of what people are getting wanting to you know read about and then being able to produce that how what are some of the challenges around doing that being able to do that repeatedly um i think uh, so far, I mean, so far. okay so a couple of things from a uh, taking uh, you know uh, from a monetization angle you know uh, the challenges are many like you know for example a lot of brands have already done their thinking you know in terms of uh, what do I want my brand to talk um, uh, to the consumer or to the you know, to the buyer? And uh, when we get in at that stage, it becomes you know a lot of execution, and you know that's not something that we 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 really kicked about. Where we want to work with brands is uh, really early, where they are conceiving of a uh, of a strategy, uh, you know, uh, or of a certain new line of uh, you know, product or a certain new channel of communication uh, that's when we want to come in where we work with them right from the beginning uh, so it's not an easy sell and it, it often takes a lot of time and a lot of back and forth but uh, from our experience it's been good so far i think uh, we're one of the fewer guys, few people who are doing that in india right now with uh, a lot of focus on the domain which is technology and those kinds there are a lot of people doing the same thing in you know areas such as entertainment and you know many other industries uh, but in tech i think we have the advantage of being early and we have the advantage of being you know one of the few players uh, doing this the other challenge on the newsroom side is uh, uh, the whole newsroom gathering process and stuff we have you know uh, like most of the newer you know digital media companies we have uh, processes around you know how do we make uh, editing easier how do we make uh, reporting easier we use tools like asana and slack and you know i'm sure you've uh, you know people have talked about it before uh, and you know I, I think we're a lot more nimble compared to the older newsrooms but uh, where we also have uh, a little bit of a challenge is 
uh, we're very particular about the quality of the product that we put out. Uh, so uh, we have an editing layer, so that slows us down, uh, which is why we don't play in the, hey, who published the article first and who gets the most number of clicks. Uh, we are more about, you know, how can we get, how can we put out a very definitive story out there and how can we be really credible and, you know, uh, 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 and how can we have the most respected content on the, in the tech space. Uh, so that's, that's what we stand for. So we have an editing layer uh, in between. So that's, that's, that's a good thing and a bad thing. So it can be a challenge as well as an opportunity because, you know, a lot of, you know, blogs and others uh, end up publishing really fast and they end up making mistakes, you know, and in the long run, we think that's not good. So who's... In terms of driving the product, then I know you, you uh, obviously you're in charge of it, but like in terms of uh, helping with the decision making, does it sit more on the editorial side or the marketing side, or how do you come with that decision making process? How does that, how do you come up with the decision making process around product development? So it's mostly with the editorial, um, uh, and we think that's, uh, that's a better approach. Uh, we don't, uh, you know, uh, it's like we come up with concepts, uh, the editorial comes up with concepts that it thinks might work or you know, it thinks is exciting for the audience or it thinks works in the market. Uh, brand marketing uh, you know, person talks to the brands that she uh, is you know, aware of and you know, sees if there is any interest in those areas. And if, if, if they see there's, there's interest and then, then we kind of, you know, quickly, you know, crystallize that into a, you know, product and, you know, we go back to them with a proposal and, you know, that's how it works. How do you see, how do you see product development moving forward and how do you see the team structure playing a factor into that? So, uh, um, yeah. So when I, when, when, we, when I say product, uh, let me just define it the way, uh, you know, uh, what I'm doing here right now and, you know, the way uh, we look at product. Uh, so, one, so one of the things is product for us is uh, right now we have a website and, you know, uh, we have a bunch of, you know, things like WhatsApp groups and those things. So that's, that's uh, I'm more uh, focused on the technology product of, uh, side of things. Uh, my co-founder and, you know, uh, they, are, they focus on the Overall, um, let's say, if you were to look at it as a media product, the the campaigns and the brand uh, proposals and all are done by you know them. Uh, but when when you're talking about product development, I mostly focus on the technology side of things. Uh, so how do we get you know a new app out, or how do we uh, crack distribution better? How do we gear our internal systems so that we can uh, you know we are able to tackle news better. Uh, so that, that's what I focus on mostly. And, you know, uh, and in that respect, you know, we've, uh, we've had a lot of learning, you know, from I think last couple of years, we, we, uh, you know, like most, uh, most uh, startups, we started off on WordPress and, you know, we're working on a bunch of things uh, around how do we, you know, uh, on customizing the CMS and stuff. We're coming out with an app very soon. Uh, so it'll be a web app. Um, and, uh, uh, we used to have an internal IT team uh, or a tech team which we used to develop everything in-house. We've stopped doing that uh, because we've noticed that, you know, the dev work is, a lo- is, is very cyclical, so it peaks at some point and then uh, so for, for a long period of time there is no, no, real, uh, no real work happening uh, except for maintaining, you know, whatever they've been. Uh, so uh, right now we have uh, uh, you know one person who's really good at tech, and then you know we work with a bunch of partners who kind of help us uh, put things together. Understand. Um, so you you already started mentioning about some of the lessons that you've learned. Um, you said you said around you know to delegate some development work to to other people because it's very cyclical. 
you know, lessons around, you know, having sitting sitting the product development on the editorial team. Is there any other, other lessons you think you might have not covered on here? Uh, yeah, so I mean, I can share a couple of generic lessons, like, you know, uh, which is, uh, which probably works for a lot of startups. Uh, so, you know, uh, so one is, you know, don't spend too much time on real estate or office spaces, because, you know, you spend a lot of time on getting the product right before anything else, you know, so uh, that's, that's really key. Everything else is a distraction. Um, and uh, so that's one. Uh, number two is, uh, you know, uh, around the hiring side of things. Um, so every hire that you make in the early days uh, will have a disproportionate impact on you know how you're seen in the market what you put out there and the speed at which that you move uh, so this this is going to be really uh, key uh, what happens in many you know media companies or you know early startups is you know that you end up uh, you know hiring people as they come along and things don't always go as planned you know so uh, so it's really important to see if there is a culture fit if there is a skill uh, level mismatch and those things and you know i would say this is something every entrepreneur should really focus on in especially in the early days uh, and you uh, and, and then there's you know this whole bit about processes right like you know so uh, it's probably not a good idea to have too many processes in the early days because you know startups benefit from a little bit of chaos from a little bit of you know going the extra mile and we work many hours and those things. Um, so, uh, but as you scale or as you grow, there need to be certain, you know, some kind of understanding around, you know, how do we get things done? You know, and, and it need not be a written set of rules, but, you know, like you have in bigger companies, but, you know, it can be a, it can be a generic sense of understanding. And this is what I would define as culture of the company. You know? so, um, so, yeah, so these, I think these three things are really key. Uh, and these are the things that have uh, we have learned the hard way. <laughs> We've made mistakes, and that's how we learn. But uh, I guess, yeah, that's yeah. In terms of some of the trends that you see, in terms of product development, like what what do you see? I mean, do you look at other countries' examples to look at trends, and and what do you, what kind of trends do you see um, shaping how you're going to be be building um, Factor Daily? Because for example, like I know FT.com, in terms of their team to structure, they have. They have their separate specialists, editors who are specialists, but then on top of it, they have an audience editor who who overlays and sits with them to be able to build better, better content and better products. How do you see your product development and gen- in general product development happening in digital media companies moving forward? I think uh, we need to have you know people who are um, who understand uh, you know what can be done with technology or what can be done on the distribution side uh, i wouldn't recommend you know journalists uh, you know uh, going deep into uh, you know uh, or spending too much time trying to distribute something or you know trying to uh, create a new data visualization because you know i think journalists should spend most of their time finding great stories and uh-huh. I think, uh, however, uh, we as journalists should also know what can be done with on these platforms, and you know, we should we 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 are constantly learning from you know publishers, you know, um, other publishers as well. Uh, so, so when you see something good, like you know, a very well designed story in which you know there's this whole journalism angle to it, there is this whole design angle to it, and 
and then there is this whole distribution angle to it. Uh, so in all three of them come together and then that makes a killer story because, you know, yeah. So I think uh, that way, you know, uh, some of our stories, we work really early from, you know, uh, with uh, with the design and the tech team and that's how it gets done. So we, we keep sharing a lot of, you know, stories that we see and we like within the company groups and that kind of gets people excited hey why don't we try something like this hey why can we and once you've tried it you feel like repeating it so then you know the the learning curve is always you know easier uh, as as we go along so you know uh, so that's that's how it's been uh, for us in, in terms of you know uh, learning from other publishers and inter and also interdisciplinary teams right yeah so uh, i mean uh, the, these things are uh, the general awareness levels uh, with you know the writers i would say are much higher uh, in our newsroom vis-a-vis -vis a traditional newsroom as to what you can do with technology and you know what are the limits that we can test with stories so i guess you'd suggest that for other startups or even like existing ones who might, might want to reinvent themselves in increasing the awareness of technology is going to be a key aspect in being able to test out new content which combines design, you know, good quality content and distribution. How would someone be able to upskill to be able to do all that? What what would you advise someone who you want you would want to hire in your company to do? Yeah, so um, you know, one is you need to be constantly evangelizing newer things. Uh and you know, uh, you need to have uh, at least a few people who are considered early adopters so whenever they see something they kind of share it uh, in the groups and you know talk about it to their colleagues and try and get them excited about it hey did you see this now you can you know have a uh, now you can have a publication on the blockchain you know all those kinds right like you know uh, so some of us then you know kind of uh, it's you know uh, dig into it or hey did you see this new york times has published amazing you know visualization do you know how it was done and then the tech guy chimes in and says hey they used you know d3js or some other framework to you know work on the biz uh, so then like can we use that i have a story coming up you know and it's data heavy can we use that so yes let's do it kind of thing. so that's how it works you know uh, i think it's important to have uh, you know a small bite-sized communication you know within uh, between uh, team members for which you know slack or whatsapp works really well and then you need to have these longer you know uh, project uh, kind of approach for which we use asana right uh, so i think that really helps because uh, most of our team i mean while most of us sit in bangalore we have you know, a few people working remotely and we are, since we are a lean team, we are always uh, on the road. So, you know, it really helps that we can, we keep in touch and, you know, uh, share things on groups. Definitely. Um, I, and I agree. Um, it's, I, I'm, I'm hearing a lot more that Slack and, and a lot of, you know, apps like WhatsApp is helping with, with the remote teams and communication. But I guess, like you said, the culture is going to be a big part. It glues everything together. If you don't have the culture, then then it doesn't, you, you know, the product that you have and the process that you have it will all fall down. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. With 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 the plan with Factor Daily, what I know, I know you mentioned some of it in the in the beginning, but what are your clear? What are some of the hypotheses and some of the issues that you're planning to achieve in 2018? Yeah, I think we want to uh, kind of uh, take a slightly contrarian view when it comes to platforms, uh, which is that you know, hey, uh, can we uh, uh, work with our readers uh, directly 
and uh, not depend on Facebook or Google every time we publish a new story for distribution. So, you know, uh, maybe email is a, big, a good medium for that. Maybe an app is a good medium for that. So that's that's the that's one line of thinking that we have. Uh, and that's something you'll see on Factor Daily in 2018. What we've realized is, you know, uh, platforms change their algorithms and they change their approach to content and, you know, we can't have a publication built on those lines, you know. Um, so it, it can't be like, hey, uh, Facebook says video is the future and then suddenly everybody's making videos, right? And uh, platforms also tend to commoditize, you know, uh, everything that they get into. So, and increasing the competition there. So, uh, even if it's a smaller reader base, if it's premium and if we have a direct uh, connection with the reader, we feel that's going to be more valuable for us uh, in a current state of existence. Things could change, but, you know, that's, that's the, I think that's, that's what's uh, going to be the major theme in 2018. You know, how do we build that direct uh, connection with our readers? So how do you um, determine, like, um, how do you build up the audience to be, then be able to have that direct communication? Are you, are you, um, you know, like you said, just doing influencer-based campaigns, or are you just, how are you going to build up the audience so you can then have those direct communications, ongoing direct communications, and not rely on platforms? Yeah. So uh, you know, one of the things that we've been doing is we've been, uh, you know, seeding a lot of communities uh, through the offline meetups that we've been doing, uh, and. Uh, uh, they all become part of you know uh, whatsapp groups and you know uh, email lists uh, so and and then you know uh, on uh, as we go along the groups uh, grow larger there's a lot of uh, value which the readers themselves add to the group by sharing you know uh, content or you know insights uh, we have a bunch of those groups already set up uh, so we feel, you know, that's a great way of communicating directly to our readers. We have a newsletter which does uh, reasonably well. And, you know, uh, yeah, so I think, uh, you know, that's probably uh, one. And then uh, we'll, we'll soon have, uh, you know, tie, like I said, you know, we'll soon have, a, 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 we'll have user signups, you know, where uh, we'll try and, you know, create a relationship between us and the user no, that's very interesting. I'm, I, you know, I've seen a lot more companies and people, companies and media companies, particularly who are 